Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Joy Cardine, and I would like to introduce Annalise Eicher, running for the State Assembly in District 46. Please tell our viewers what educational, occupational, and civic experiences you have that qualify you for this office, including your experience working with diverse communities. Well, thank you, Joy. Um, so my name is Annalise Eicher. I am currently the County Board Supervisor for District 3, uh, which is the eastern half of Sun Prairie. I have served in this role since 2018 and had the honor of chairing the County Board through the uh, pandemic years through the 2020 to 2022 term. Uh, I have served on the Sun Prairie Plan Commission since 2016. Um, I also serve as a soccer coach for the Sun Prairie Soccer Club. Um, I have been involved in public service and advocacy my entire adult life, um, ranging from you know, working on issues such as voting rights, um, environmental rights, women's rights. Uh, I, I've had the opportunity and privilege to work on, um, on all of our progressive values. Um, I am a graduate of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Um, which is where I uh, had the incredible opportunity to learn and to know incredible people. Um, as for working with diverse communities, um, you know, we, I could not do my job as a, um, as a county board supervisor and as an advocate without working with diverse communities. Uh, and so I am grateful for uh, the opportunities that I have had to work with folks from uh, all walks of life, all backgrounds, all classes, um, and doing so to work towards a common goal. Um, it's been a, a, a great opportunity that I've had not only in my role as an advocate, but also uh, in my role as the, uh, the chair of the county board. What specific changes would you support to ensure voters are able to cast their ballots and have confidence in the outcomes of our elections? And what experiences have you had with election administration that informs your response? This is such an important question and something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, in 2016, um, I testified in federal court um, to expand the right to vote in the state of Wisconsin. and. Voters need to continue to feel like our vote matters, and um, we need to ensure that voting is easy. Um, we need to ensure that there's automatic voter registration, uh, extended in-person absentee voting days, hours, and locations, which was essentially the subject of the lawsuit that um, I, we won in 2016. Um, we need to support drop boxes, early voting, we need to make voter registration easy, including maintaining our same day voting registration laws. Um, and we need to restore special registration deputies. Uh, this is something that is uh, incredibly important to me um, because I know that these laws are meant to keep people from voting. And so if we are um, able to, um, to expand this, the right to vote, to protect the right to vote, um, you know, and that includes addressing voter ID, addressing unnecessary voter roll purges. Um, and I think that we need to be leveraging the expertise of our municipal clerks in order to make these changes, um, you know, nonpartisan, not political, um, and at, at the heart 
um, you know, this is the core of our, our democracy and I will do everything in my power to make sure that uh, the right to vote is protected in the state of Wisconsin. Do you think Wisconsinites have adequate access to affordable health care services, including reproductive health and abortion care? And what should the legislature's role be? Well, access to affordable health care is um, at the core of our well-being as human beings. And, um, you know, the fact that Wisconsin has not taken the Medicaid expansion um, and has had numer numerous opportunities to do so um, is unfortunate. So I think as the legislature, um, you know, we need to work for the expansion of Medicaid to the federal level levels under the Affordable Care Act. It's not just smart policy and good for, for humans, um, but it makes, really, makes for really good financial policy as well. Um, and, you know, as far as, you know, healthcare, um, our state needs to codify the federal protections for those of us with pre-existing conditions offered by the Affordable Care Act. Um, we need to be able to cover individuals and make sure that folks are, um, you know, have access and, and are confident that they're able to access affordable healthcare. Um, and I think, you know, in regards to women's reproductive health, um, we need to repeal the criminal abortion statute in the state of Wisconsin. Um, this was passed in 1849, which was a year after our state was founded. Um, this ban um, in the statute not only endangers uh, women and doctors, but really all reproductive health decisions made by people. And as a legislature, we have a responsibility to the human beings and residents of the state of Wisconsin. Um, and that includes not only access to affordable health care, but access to reproductive health care. What do you think is required to improve outcomes for students in public schools, including those with disabilities? And as a legislator, what would you do to advance these measures? So I am the proud daughter of public educators um, and a proud public, uh, proud product of Wisconsin's public schools. Um, and the fact that we are consistently underfunding and, and have consistently underfunded our public education system, K-12, but also our university and technical colleges um, is, is heartbreaking to me. Uh, our schools need to be fully funded. Um, we need to be, um, paying our educators and paying our support staff and paying our educators at the, at the college and technical college level um, at levels in which are you know, competitive and allow them to, to, to stay in those jobs and to teach and to help shape our futures. Um, we also should be able to fund um, our, our, our schools to the point of being able to sustain smaller class sizes. Smaller class sizes is something that is incredibly important for, um, you know, for learning for students. Um, and I think that the other piece to that is ensuring that we have the resources for students of all abilities um, and resources, whether that's funding 
whether that's programs, whether that's buildings that are accessible and meet their needs. Um, we need to have resources that are able to meet the needs of every single student in our state. And that requires the legislature to act and the legislature to fund our public education system and to put in place policies that allow districts um, to make those decisions uh, to best serve their communities. What do you think, what are some specific strategies that uh, you support for ensuring clean water for all Wisconsinites? So water is the uh, the basis of uh, of everything. Um, I'm a daughter of a science teacher and learned that very early in life. Um, and clean water and I think clean air as well are um, things that we have to continue to prioritize in the state of Wisconsin uh, if we want to have a future. Um, we have an incredible number of lakes. We have Great Lakes. We have incredible water systems. And we need to be thinking about how we are prioritizing renewable energy, how we are reducing carbon emissions, how are we addressing PFAS, forever chemicals, um, and how are we holding polluters accountable? And when I say polluters accountable, you know, that that's that's every that's every polluter, you know, that's that's everything that could be impacting our water quality. Um, I think that there are a couple of ways that we can go about doing this. Um, you know, we have the ability to transition from fossil fuels to renewables. Um, I think that that is a that is a, an incredibly important um, growing industry, um, but we also have to make sure that that um, we're able to expedite that process, and that might take some uh, incentives by the state legislature. And I would be willing to work on those, and I want to work on those. Um, you know, making those things happen, um, you know, is is going to be vital to protecting our water and protecting our air. And I think the other part of this is that we as a state and as a state legislature should not be afraid to create penalties um, that uh, impact those who are unwilling to adapt. What legislation would you support to see that guns no longer get into the hands of those who would do harm with them? So this is um, this is an incredibly important conversation, and I think that our state legislature has unfortunately taken action to expand um, guns and the availability of guns in in Wisconsin. We need to be talking about red flag laws. We need to be talking about um, you know permits, and we need to be talking about limits on magazines and limits on you know ammunition and training and uh and and licensing um you know this is this is something that you know can and should be regulated and there needs we used to have common sense gun laws in wisconsin and we need to get back to a point in time when we you know where we have those again um and that really is it's it's your it's your gun it's your red flag laws uh it's it's permits it's training um, and making sure that, you know, people who should not have these weapons do not have these weapons. 
What opportunities do you see to work across the aisle on issues that are important to your constituents? We unfortunately see um, an incredible amount of uh, division and partisanship, um, I think particularly at the state level. But one thing that I've learned in county government is that there is more that unites us than divides us. And there will be issues that come up in the next legislative term that are going to impact our entire state. And there's going to be shared values um, amongst you know, any number of parts of our state. And it is our job and it is imperative that we take this seriously as legislators to say, where is the commonality and where can we agree and where can we find the path to yes? And unfortunately, I think that there are some people who are too uh, committed to their ideologies to work with others um, but that is not something that I am that I'm interested in doing. I want to be able to solve problems and to have conversations. And you know, I can't predict what those issues are going to be right now. Um, but I am going to fight for our values and work with others to make sure that our voices are heard, but also make sure that we are able to deliver results for Wisconsin and for the 46th district. What would you like to say to our viewing audience as we complete this interview, including any priorities that have not yet been identified? Well, I, I we, we covered a, a good number of priorities. I think it's, um, you know, protecting our democracy is going to be key in this next term um, because it is, it is the core of everything that we've done uh, or everything, the core of everything for, for everything that we do. Um, you know, I, I have spent my career in public service and advocacy and I am, I, I am ready on day one for this job. Um, and I am looking forward to representing us um, you know, not just continuing at the county level, but representing us in the Wisconsin State Legislature. We need somebody who understands the values of this district. We need somebody who has, you know, deep connections and roots in this district. And we need somebody who is able to make a long-term commitment. And I'm able to meet those, um, those benchmarks. And I am, I am ready to fight for every single one of us on the things that matter to us here. So I've got, um, information available online, ikerforwisconsin.com. I've got a Facebook page. I'm out knocking doors and making phone calls and, you know, would love to talk with anyone uh, who's got questions or concerns um, or ideas about this next legislative session and the race on August 9th, and I would be honored to have their votes. I want to thank Annalise Eicher for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that Election Day for those involved in a primary is Tuesday, August 9th, and the fall election is Tuesday, November 8th. On behalf of Madison's City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us.